Welcome. You are now listening to the Anything Goes podcast with your hosts, Greg and Alex. Check. Check. One, two, one, two, three, five, twelve. And today, we're talking to Top 20 Under Voice, Alara. I can. And welcome to another episode of the Anything Goes podcast. If you know, if you don't know, we're back. And I'm Greg, aka Crazy Greg, aka Pooh Bear. And we're joined by. Alexandra, what? Throwing it who, off. Who? Who is that? Who am I today? Oh my goodness! Uh, just kidding. I'm Alex. Don't call me Alexandra. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, Alexandra? How you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain. So, so we got a cool episode today. Yeah, we do. This is really cool. It is. This it's is awesome. like uh, when we sit back and uh, you know th- throw on the TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is who we see on the TV. Yeah, definitely. On our uh, 22-inch <laughs> black and white tube television. Ah, oh, good old tube television. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah, no, but this is a cool one, though, today. I'm excited for it. For sure. Because uh, we're joined by... I mean, these these music shows are, you know, the big thing these days. They, Of course. They are. You know, something started it. American Idol just came and they started this big phenomenon oh man and then just all these shows came and it's it's cool to see the differences between each one and yeah and we've been watching all these you know like you said american idol the voice all these different types of yeah they've been my guilty not guilty pleasures for years the uh, america's got talent and uh, we watch all the time we have our favorites we do you know sometimes the same sometimes different yeah but, you know, th- there's times we do agree for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. We yeah. have similar tastes. We do. We do, for the most part, agree on who we like. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's cool to actually know somebody on the show. I know. It's awesome. And talk awesome. to them. and right. Yeah. Yeah, and kind of pick their brain and see their experience, fr- you know, on the show. But then also, like, afterwards, like, exactly. you know, where right. did life take you and where are you up to now? And it's cool to see that sticking with music. Yeah, and they're, they're still doing her thing. Yeah. And uh, Alara, so she was nice enough to sit and talk with us for a bit and tell us, one, how she got started in the music industry, right? two, her time on The Voice, and three, where she's at today. Yeah. And we always say, we're like, oh, we wonder, you know, where these people are uh-huh. and what they're doing if, you know, they're still making music and this and that, and yeah. this this show is right here. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. So uh, it's a cool one. Definitely check it out. Yeah. And uh, you can find her music. First of all, you can find her voice auditions and you know songs performances on youtube Mm -hmm. and you could find her new single on youtube yeah that we just played now yes and this is a really cool chill so chill yeah it's like very mellowed out right cool tone Uh i love her like relaxing sounds it's it's cool yeah we were actually talking about it you know earlier Mm -hmm. and we could see this in a movie Yes, yeah. For sure. This could be yep. like a soundtrack of a movie, mm-hmm. like on the big screen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, give it's... it a listen. You'll, you'll you'll know what we mean. Like, it's it could be kind of the song that's going over when someone's like really determined to like go and do something and they're like getting their stuff together and then going out and they're driving in the car to wherever they have to go. You can kind of... I don't know. You could see it, hear it in yep, the movie. <laughs> for sure. And the song is called All You Care to See. Yes. It's her, you know, she just dropped on YouTube not so long ago. Mm-hmm. But she also has a brand new song that she's debuting mm-hmm. the end of this month yep. on the Ebby Awards. Yeah. Because she got invited to perform virtually because that's how things are today. Right. But, you know, on, on these awards. Mm-hmm. And it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And uh, she also... 
Well, we kind of made her a deal. You'll, you'll hear it. <laughs> but when she makes it big and famous to not forget us little people. Right. We get first dibs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll hear that in the interview. Mm-hmm. But hey, let's get into it. Let's because do it. Because it's, it's a lot of like cool information uh-huh. about, you know, just some behind the scenes music stuff that, yeah. you know, you see on and TV And if you and watch stuff. these shows, even if you don't, you know about them. And yeah. just to kind of hear like, For sure. also, how was it? And, you know. The experience on it. It's pretty cool to hear. Right. Yeah. And uh, I actually was going to try out for these shows as well. Oh, goodness. And I, you don't know this, but I sent in a submission tape. Oh, God. And they actually turned me down. Wow. That is such a surprise. Right. They did because they said, listen, Greg, we understand, you know, <laughs> but we want to give other people the chance and opportunity too good. to win the show. And if we took you on, then, you know, there would be no show. It would be over. Right. And then even future seasons after this, nobody would be able to compare and right, compete. You know, just so amazing. Well, right? Oh, Is so that you, what you're saying? you saw, you heard what they said. Oh uh, yeah. 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 That is, they said, you know, I'm of course we'd love to have you. All. You know, we'd make like billions and trillions and whatever else comes after trillions of dollars <laughs> off Gazillions. of you. Gazillions. But unfortunately, you know, we want this show to last one extra season past you, and we just wouldn't be able to do it. So, uh, I yeah, get it. so that's my story. Yeah, I, I totally stick into it. It's you know totally get it. I don't know where that audition tape is or that you know email. Yeah, uh, I, I I can I can screenshot the email. Right. Just give me your laptop in a couple <laughs> minutes. <laughs> anyway, hey, let's get into this interview. Let's do it. it it's a lot of fun, and uh, check it out. So yeah. we'll be back to talk about it. So once again, thanks for doing the interview and. Here it is. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Anything Goes podcast. Today, we are joined by Alara. Alara is a local artist from New Jersey. Not only did she just recently drop a new single, but she was a top 20 finalist on The Voice, and she will also be a musical guest on the upcoming EBY Awards, which will be streaming later live this month. Alara, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, welcome to the Anything Goes podcast. Yeah, appreciate it. So, uh, so how's it going? What's life like for you right now as a musician in the life of COVID? It's good. I can't. I honestly can't complain that much. I feel super lucky. You know, um, this past year, like the only thing that I've gone through is boredom, which is a lot less than a lot of other people have gone through. So, yeah, it's not. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Very cool. And uh, at what age did you realize, hey, like, I have a passion for singing and songwriting, and this is what I want to do, like, in the future? Yeah. Uh, well, I started writing songs at, I think, like, 11, 11 years old, maybe a little bit before that. Okay. Um, the first song that I wrote was about farts, so it was a pretty promising start to my career. <laughs> okay. Um, then I had, like... I had a gap of like five years from 11 to 16 where I just didn't show anyone my music. So another really good career move. Um, (laughs) And then I just made like a bunch of YouTube videos in high school. Um, Started teaching myself how to play guitar. uh, I think like senior year. Really? I was 17. Yeah, yeah. And then I just started going to open mics when when I was 20. And that's really kind of when I started to gain you know, like, real-life experience with, with playing in front of people. Gotcha. And, and what other instruments do you play that you said that you taught yourself guitar? Yeah, I I took lessons um, for piano as a kid. Honestly, didn't really like it, but now I'm I'm pretty thankful to have that kind of, like, as a reserve, like, if I, if I ever need it um, for songwriting, whatever. And I do... I don't want to say I'm a bass player because I'm not, but... <laughs> cool. um, I, I can I can I can play a little bit a little bit. All right, all right. So uh, so at age of twenty, you said you you're gonna go to your, to an open mic and uh, test that out. What was that like doing your first yeah. open mic to uh, perform in front of people? I mean, for sure it was scary at first because that was something that I really had never done. Um, apart from you know, like a, a talent show in high school or, you know, something like that. But it was definitely the best thing for me. I mean, open mics were a way to meet like-minded people and right. people who played music because in, like where I grew up, Edison, uh, New Jersey, I mean, 
insanely great place to grow up. But I really, I didn't know anyone who, who played music or, or was in a band or anything like that. So like open mics were really just the beginning of, of music for me. So they started, like they, they ran really late. So I would go into New York and I would play like whatever slot they gave me. So sometimes wow. it would be, you know, like 6 p.m. Sometimes it would be midnight and um, I would just end up like crashing on a friend's couch or something. Um, <laughs> wow. But this was like every night during the week. And I'm 99% sure that my parents thought I was on drugs. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I was just. I was just there forgetting lyrics every night, practicing playing guitar, finding my voice. Yeah, I mean, the, the New York City open mic community, especially in the village and, and the Lower East Side, like, there aren't enough good things to say about the people that I met during that time, you know? Right. Like, when I was in high school, I would just, I would dream about meeting people in music, and and somehow I lucked out in that not only were they great musicians, but also just like really really good people and like i'm so close to them now which which i'm really thankful for and like i don't want to say that i i peaked but like if i had to choose a time um in the life that i've lived so far like to categorize it as as one of the best times it would definitely be like that year how awesome is that and when you did these open mics would you do like original songs did you do cover songs yeah uh i i started off with with original songs and which is kind of weird because I think most artists do it in the opposite way. Um, <laughs> right. But I, I started off with original songs and it, they were, dude, they were bad. Like this was bad music that I was making. <laughs> but I think like at that time I just, I, I didn't care. Like maybe I didn't realize it or I just had so much confidence that I just, I didn't care. I just wanted to play in front of people and then, and then I started getting like really heavily into folk music, like Damien Rice and, and Glenn Hansard. And so I would cover their songs too. Very cool. And when you write like original songs, where do you get your inspiration to, to write them? I think that's a really boring answer, but honestly, everything, everything. Like I know a lot of musicians write from per, like the perspective of like what's going on in their lives. And I, I do that. Too, to a certain extent, but I also like to kind of come up with scenarios in my head and and use that. I feel like it gives me a little bit more creativity when I'm not feeling creative. Okay, makes sense. All right, and what are you writing about these days? Anything that you tend to uh, navigate to more than others? Yeah, like I wrote, <laughs> I wrote a um, a pandemic song, just like everyone did last year okay um, interesting and, and it was just a mistake like <laughs> uh I, I i feel like whenever you write a song that is forced it's it's just it's, it's not good right it never comes out feeling authentic you know so i had like a little bit of writer's block for a while during the pandemic and i i definitely don't think that i was alone in that i think a lot of musicians um experienced that but, um, like, I don't know if you go through something similar, you know, like, with, with podcasting. Like, you never want to force something. Right. Um, and, like, I did a lot of that in the past year. Like, I wrote really shitty songs until I just stopped playing for a bit. Yeah, I, I was just like, you know what, I need to take a break. I need to, like, step back. That gives you an opportunity to appreciate it again. You know what I mean? Of course. Makes, um, makes sense. Very much. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I started painting recently just so I could kind of do something creative that that wasn't music. And that kind of gave me, like, a, a good way to relax for a second. And then that really helped me, like, get back into music. So that, so that was pretty good. Very good. Nice. All right. So so you found your way to, uh, to deal with the writer's block that way. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, speaking of writing your own songs, you, you dropped a brand new single, All You Care to See. I did. Yeah. I did, yeah. So, so can you tell us about that song? So All You Care to See is probably the most political song I've ever written. And I don't know if people would, would necessarily get that from just listening to the song, but if you watch the video, you'll see it's pretty political. Um I mean, like, I didn't set out to write something political, but I think it was, I think it was 2019 and, and 
Trump had just done some shit or he said something on Twitter and I was just really pissed off. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the song is kind of about how, you know, people in power and and people with money like refuse to acknowledge that other human beings who aren't like them um, exist, you know, and they just can't relate to someone who's, who's struggling. And I really truly feel like a byproduct of that is, climate change and, and you know like what's happening to our planet so hopefully things will start to get better at some point but you know like unless we do something it's probably never going to happen so that's that's where my head was at when when i was writing that okay very good and uh any bands or artists that were a big inspiration to you and your singing and writing yeah so anyone who knows me um <laughs> knows that i love radiohead uh, <laughs> okay they're probably my favorite band of all time. I like what I love about them is the constant change in their music. So, you know, for someone like me who kind of questions um, the concept of of identity, it's just really great to listen to a band that's open to changing shape all the time. You know, every right. record is so distinct, so different. Like when you compare. In Rainbows to OP Computer to the Bends, like the style of playing, the lyrical content, everything is its own thing. Nothing feels recycled. But I, I just love Tom York, you know? Mm-hmm. I think he has more talent in his lazy eye than I'll ever have in my entire body. He's just <laughs> such a genius. I just, it, his voice just cuts through me, you know? Right, right. I got you. Well, uh, I'm sure at some point in your life, somebody's going to say it about you, how you your voice just, you know, cuts right through them. So I believe that. Uh, well, I mean, that would be wild because, I mean, <laughs> like, he makes me want to have a, a lazy eye. Like, he makes lazy eyes cool. I, that's how much I love this man. So funny. That's good stuff. Uh, have you ever, like, reached out to him, that, that you're a musician and, and a singer? Mm, no, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think, you know, <laughs> uh, I did meet one of my... Um, one of my musical heroes once. So I love Damien Rice too. He's an Irish um, singer songwriter. And I met him once in Brooklyn. I was, I was going to see him play at, I think it was Prospect Park. And um, I was getting something to eat beforehand. And he happened to be crossing the street. So, (laughs) you know, I had this like little thing in my head and I was like talking to myself like, okay, should I do it? Should I say something? Should I <laughs> should I run up to him like an idiot? And you know, every part of me said no, but then I just, I did it. I ran up to him like an idiot. Yeah, you know, I didn't really know what to say to him. I was just like, hey, do you know um, a good place to eat around here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I don't I don't know if that's what he wanted to hear, but I mean, like obviously, I I told him that I liked his music, but I think he just kind of wanted to get away from me. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Uh, all right and uh so speaking of meeting some big name musicians you were a top 20 contestant on the voice yep so you got yeah you were on pharrell's team Mm -hmm. so so what was that experience like uh yeah so i was on the show in 2016 and really it honestly feels like a lifetime ago it was really interesting. It was a really interesting experience. I remember when Pharrell, like, came up to, like, hug me or, like, congratulate me or whatever. I remember thinking, oh, this man smells really good. Um, <laughs> and that was, like, the highlight of the entire experience. Um, I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> no, it was, it was fun. It was fun. It was definitely an experience that kind of opened my eyes to what I wanted and what I, I didn't want as a musician, um, okay. I, I learned that like, I want complete control over what I sing, what I wear, what I, you know, choose to reveal about myself. And I feel like maybe I didn't get that on the show, but on the other hand, you know, I, I don't see it as a negative experience at all. You know, it's something that helped me to expose my music to a lot of people. So that was a, a truly positive thing. Um, I learned a ton I met a lot of really cool people, um, got a lot of free food, so so it was worth it. It was yeah. worth it. It was fun. Very yeah. good. If uh, you can go back in time, is it something you would do again? Um, I mean, it brought me to where I am today, and 
kind of changed my perception on things, I think, for the better. Okay. So, yeah, 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 I, I, I would do it again. Very good. And is anybody from that show that you still keep in contact with? Yeah, yeah, there are a couple. A couple of us kind of gravitated towards each other because we had the same feelings. Like, you know, we we want to be able to sing what we want to sing. Yeah, it's just, just musicians who already have their own music and we're, we're so, you know, talented in our own ways. And I'm pretty lucky to still be able to talk to them as, as much as I do. Very cool. And uh, when you came home back to New Jersey after being top 20 on The Voice, were you like a hometown hero? Did you become uh, like... I think, I don't know about hometown hero, but <laughs> I think that the, the coolest thing, and this might not sound like big at all, but the coolest thing was having my name on like, like our, our high school has this little board in mm. the front on their lawn. Right. I think that was probably the coolest thing to have of, my name there. Of course. Um, yeah. And I think I was on like some newspaper or something. I don't even have it, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, the, the the best part of the entire experience was the support that I got from you know my friends and, and my family and and people from New Jersey that I had never even met. So, gotcha. and what was it like for you watching yourself on TV? Just cringing the entire time. <laughs> like, I, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, like, I can barely listen to, you know, uh, my voice anywhere, like, you know, I'm, like, speaking, uh, no. let alone singing. It's it's tough, man. Like, watching yourself on TV, you're like, oh, why Why do I walk like that? Why does my mouth <laughs> move like that? I, I uh, didn't know. I, I did those things. Yeah, you get used to it to a certain extent, for sure. Right. But it doesn't stop being weird. Yeah, that's funny. And uh, what was it like, the feeling, when you saw the chairs spin around and uh, they all wanted to recruit you? Mostly I just thought about my parents because they were kind of on, like, side stage. And I go back and, like, I, I watch my audition, but I don't watch myself sing. I just watch my parents' reaction to it, uh, which is just kind of the coolest thing ever. Right. Yeah. So, and, like, weirdly enough, I wasn't, I wasn't nervous or anything because... The, the way that I got onto the show was such a... I, I didn't make a conscious decision to, to do it. Mm-hmm. it. It just kind of happened. I really had nothing to lose, and I didn't expect anything from it. I wasn't I wasn't nervous. I was just happy to have that, that chance. Gotcha. Very good. And what, were the judges nice people? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so... You know, fast forward a couple of years later, and you were on The Voice, and now you got linked up with the EBY Awards to uh, be a musical guest there. So, uh, yeah, what did the so, ha- how did you get linked with that, and what did, what are these awards all about? So they reached out to me. I guess they had heard my music or something, or I, I think it was a friend who who played my music, and then one of the producers on the show um, heard it and and reached out to me. So the EBY Awards, I, I think it's pronounced Ebby, but I'm honestly not sure. Uh, so that stands for Empowered by Women. Um, okay. I think it's, in a, it's an underwear company, I'm pretty sure, run by women where a large percentage of the profits um, goes to helping women from different countries and here at home um, get out of poverty. It was just a cool thing to be asked to do this. Yeah. And, and it's all virtual, so... You know, I can record it from home, and and it's just a really interesting experience for everything to be virtual now. So, I mean, I, I don't know where they're based, but it's like even if they're based in LA, even if they're based in in Europe, it's still a possibility for for me to be a part of it. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really cool. Very good, and that's dropping on March 29th, so in a couple of weeks. Yep. So that's gonna be on March 29th, and I'm gonna be playing a new song called kerosene very good so has that been released at all yet no it hasn't no. and i don't know when it will be but okay. um but very i but i'll let you know yes please do and uh what's what's your songwriting process like when you write these new songs um i think it varies it it definitely varies a lot like i use my phone a ton okay like i'll be i mean no matter where i am if i have my phone i can just record a voice memo, which I do a lot, but one thing I don't do is is title them. So, I, like I, w- I have like a thousand voice memos, and I don't know what any of them are. That's so. They'll be funny. like voice memo number like one thousand two hundred and three, and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's 
that's the one. That's no the one. way. Um, How funny. Yeah, no, it's bad. I mean, there have been days where I just, like, go through all of them, and <laughs> some of them are just me, like, humming nonsense. Like, okay. I, I can't even understand what I'm doing. Yeah, no, that, that's been a really good tool for me, just to kind of r- remember melodies. When I write, like, when I actually write music, it's always with, like, a, a, a paper and a pen. Right. So, so, so the, the old yeah. school, yeah, way back day seems to work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, right. I, I like crossing things out and, like, <laughs> you know, drawing arrows of where yeah. the chorus should be or whatever. Yeah. Do, do you save all those papers? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have. I have almost everything. Interesting. Yep. That'd be good to look back on one day and see all, all those, you know, things you wrote. Yeah, and if I'm famous, I can sell them. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> good point. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about, about your name and the origin of that? So um, Alara is a project that I started releasing music under um, about a year and a half ago, I think. So I put out my first single, um, a Black and Rose in June of 2019, and then Bringing You Down in November, Demons last year, and then All You Care to See in, in January. Uh, but to be honest, like the stage name um, and the project still feel pretty new to me. And like identity is something that I've always kind of struggled with. And that, that definitely goes hand in hand with, you know, music, and, like finding a, a musical identity, trying to figure out which genre you want to sing or not that you have to sing one particular genre but that's the issue that I think a lot of musicians um deal with trying to find their voice but like having a stage name honestly makes me feel like a superhero you know what I mean okay. um like Bowie Bowie inspired me to do this for sure with hmm. with Ziggy Stardust Ziggy Stardust I feel like it's I don't know like an alter ego doesn't mean that you're changing yourself but it's more of an extension of it of yourself like it's it's the best parts of you right you know um so i don't know if for me like i think it was less of a conscious decision and more of like a subconscious need to have that that feeling all right that makes sense is there something that people might be surprised to hear about you that they may not already know um well i think i think a lot of people who knew me since I was growing up, just like one thing that they knew about me was that I loved eating chicken. It, like that was just like, I, I would, I would talk about it. Like nobody <laughs> does. Like I would, just, I would talk about how much I loved eating chicken right. um, to people who clearly did not want to talk about that with me. I recently became um, a vegetarian. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it was November of, 2019 like that was just one small way for me to feel like you know I was I was doing something for the planet and trying to put something good into my body instead of what I had been putting in my body but yeah like when you eat meat for your entire life and then suddenly decide to make that change it's pretty big but yeah I think a lot of people would be surprised to hear that I don't eat chicken anymore (laughs) I would think so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's funny and uh in a hundred years from now right when when mm-hmm. you sing career's over and 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 you called it quits uh what do you want people to remember okay. the name alara as that's a good question i think maybe like i would love it if people remembered me as a rebel <laughs> you know okay. like right just someone who and 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 i think i'm still kind of working on you know figuring out who i am and um, like not just musically, you know, just in in my life. But if people remember me as someone who went after what she believed in, like then right. that would be great. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't easy for you to just you know get up and and say I want to be a musician and you know pretty much dedicate your life to it. I'm sure that wasn't an easy thing for you to do. Yeah, I think that I mean these decisions aren't easy, but I feel like if you don't make them, it's kind of like emotional and mental suicide right like you're you're living your life in a way that you don't want to i think for people who applaud i mean it is good to be to admire people who who make those decisions but but part of it is you just can't not make that decision gotcha you know yeah and uh any advice to up-and-coming singers who are trying to make it out there advice um i think the number one thing really is just don't try to be like anyone else 
Like, I know that's probably the most cliche thing in the world to say, <laughs> but it's just, it's very easy. And, like, I, I do this all the time, too. Like, I'll hear, I'll hear music that I love, and, like, subconsciously, I'll try to kind of, like, mimic it, you know, without even knowing that I'm doing it. But it's just really important to find your sound and go after it knowing that that is you. Right. Yeah. That's, no, that's great advice. Definitely. And anything you'd like to say to your fans out there who are, who've been supporting you all these years? Um, well, thank you, number one. And I mean, they're probably, they're probably friends of my mom, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, no, yeah, just, just thank you. And there is more music on the way. Perfect. We can't wait to hear that. And I tell you, your mom is a sweetheart and she is super, super proud of you. I could tell you that, uh, for sure. I know firsthand how proud you made your mom, and I'm sure your dad as well. Thanks, dude. So keep doing your thing. And uh, where can people find the latest information on you and, uh, you know, when you drop new songs and all that stuff? Where can they find you? Yeah. Yeah, uh, so you can find me on uh, pretty much every social media. At her name is Alara, and um, her name is Alara.com. Awesome. So we're going to link those social medias to this episode. We'll also link the Ebby Awards so people can uh, can check that out on March 29th. Sweet. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time, and uh, we're a big fan of yours. So uh, we're going to make sure to keep up on everything. Yeah, definitely. We we heard your stuff, and and we love it. So keep doing your thing. We'll support forever. And when you make it big and famous, don't forget about us. I won't. All right. First podcast I've ever been on. Oh, yeah? Nice. How awesome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right so so when you make it big and famous before you sell all your writings we we, we, we want to get like first dibs at at one of them it sounds good so awesome <laughs> all right well once again thank you so much we really really appreciate it and looking forward to what the future has in store for you thanks man great all right awesome thanks again we'll talk to you soon hey alex yeah Tell these fine-looking people where they can find us. Well, they could find us on Instagram at AnythingGoesPodNY, on Twitter at AnythingGoesNY, and shoot us an email at AGPodNY at gmail.com. That's right. And y'all can listen to all of our episodes on any streaming platform where podcasts can be found. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, because anything goes with Greg and Alex. Phone home, phone home, phone home! I wish I was special You're so very special But I'm a creep Oh yeah, you are a creep. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. You're probably right. Ever. You're probably right. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So here's some Radiohead mm-hmm. for Alara. Yes, for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love this song? Right. It's a good Classic, one. Yeah, yeah. For, for sure. sure. Yep. <laughs> so uh, check her new single out, All You Care to See. Mm-hmm. And I can actually see like the Radiohead. It's, you know what's funny? Vibe and inspiration. As this is playing, I'm like, oh, I can kind of see where her inspiration came from. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. for sure. It's kind of like mellow, but then has a little bit of like ruggedness to it. Uh huh. So, yeah, I could see. And uh, I guess I have something in common with her as well. You do. What else? I can. Well, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Just gonna kick it one more time, and then. Uh, All right. Here we I'm go. With it. I do wish I was special. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, let, 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 let's get to the interview. Okay. There's actually two things I can relate with her. Okay. On this one. Three. Okay. Three. One, you know, I, I, I'm i a very talented singer like herself. Great. Okay. Okay. Number two, mm-hmm. she has an alter ego. Yeah, she right? does. Right. Okay, that I agree with. Okay. So two for two you agree with? No. What? One. Go the, ahead. So you don't agree with the alter ego part? <laughs> sure, go. <laughs> So she has Alara. I have Greg, mm-hmm. Crazy Greg, Pooh Bear. Right. I have them all. I have Alexandra now. Yeah. No, I have Alex, and then I have Mad, 
Alex. Oh. Or no, hungry Alex. Let's. Actually, let's... there's three. There's yeah. Alex, right. hungry Alex. Okay. And then the Alex, yeah, angry Alex. I yeah. Guess. But we we want to keep this PG, so we can't get into any of those other no. ones. Correct. <laughs> and then the other thing I have in common with her, she said she came home from The Voice. Uh-huh. And, you know, the coolest thing for her was that at her high school, the, her name was, was on a sign outside of the high school. Yeah. So that's awesome. I mean, that, you know. Right, that's cool. Like, she made it. She did. Yeah, that's sure. pretty neat. Like, her right. whole, like, she's a and hometown girl. I can relate to that. My name used to be hung up in my high school. Were you, like, number one detention? Yeah. For, oh, my God. It was detention hall. <laughs> and there I was pretty much every day. Yeah, I believe that. So, uh, so pretty much... that. Basically had like a permanent spot on detention hall with my name on it. And like it's there's probably... a desk right now. It's like, this is the Greg desk. Yeah. <laughs> and the name is probably still like indented to the wall because you're just permanently there right. for, for the right. seven years. Uh, okay. I was, I, you know... I, two for three, I believe. All right. <laughs> but uh, no, that's pretty cool though, for real. That's for really home cool. And, you know, get all that support from, you know, Definitely. her hometown and this yeah. and that. And, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and she, you know, she makes her parents proud and her family. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm sure. That's a nice thing to have. Uh, you don't some... have that in common with her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it's all right. Hey, either either be loved or hated. Or what did it, what's that? Oh, the saying. It's yeah. You, whatever it is. Yeah, you know you'd rather be loved by some and hated by some than liked by all. There something you go. Like that. It's I. Yeah. That might be a little wrong, but you you know. So Lara's loved by all. I'm hated by all, and and. And I'm we, liked by some. Yeah. <laughs> uh, funny thing she said which I thought was hysterical, Mm -hmm. which this actually you can relate to. We have a lot in common with her. Yeah. We do. (laughs) What is this? So uh, she said when she watched back and saw herself on The Voice. Oh, I definitely can relate to this. Yeah. I literally was like, me too, when I heard it. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so she like was like, is that really what I sound like? Is that really what I look like? Is that how I walk? Tell me I don't always say that about... It could be a picture, and I'm like, that's what I look like. And then, like, my voice, with certain certain things, certain times, my voice, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. But so, actually, oh, go ahead. No, so you've actually, I think you've gotten better with hearing yourself on, you yeah. know, this podcast. Jeff, I actually like listening back to our episodes at times just to hear, you know, just to, like, make my, just for my own self. Just, oh, I sound like that. Oh, I say this a lot, or I do... You know, I paused it here and there. I'd like to change that just for my own self. Right. Growing up, the big thing was like these little handheld cameras. And my friend had one and would, we'd record everything and then watch it back like, the you know, later in the week. And I remember hearing my voice as like a 12-year-old kid. And I sounded, now I'm from Staten Island. I didn't always say Staten Island. It was what like Staten Island. Like I was so like... you. Really? I was like New York. Like oh, real... Oh, goodness. It was so great. Imagine like a 12-year-old little girl talking like oh my god what are we gonna do t-? it was horrible so from that point on i was like nope i'm losing that accent and i'm gonna speak proper <laughs> funny <laughs> or as proper as you know i can yeah mm-hmm. uh, another thing that you know i laughed at myself because it's what i do is she has, she has like thousands of voice memos i thought of you actually because yeah. you do and notepad. Do. In, yes. notepads oh my goodness all right so voice memos that are just untitled and internet tabs Internet tabs, I've maxed out. Yeah. You can only have 500 internet tabs on your phone. And if you go to 501, it saves a 500 and it just randomly d- deletes one of your tabs that open. Oh, it's like Russian roulette? Kind of just like- yeah, and I just can't stand it because you don't know which one it deletes. It doesn't delete like the oldest one? I don't know. It might. I don't know. I I, I've done it once. Like, I didn't know there was a limit. And I've done it once and it like stayed at 500 and it deleted one. And now, I had no idea. No, and I'll never do it again. Cause I don't want to like redo it and like try to figure out which one it deletes. Cause that means How could you cool. even keep track of 500 of them anyway? Oh, I keep track of all of them. You're crazy. Uh, so yeah, so I have tons of voice memos untitled. Right. 500 tabs, which I keep track of everyone. <laughs> and how many emails do you say I have? Emails? Oh, goodness. Yeah. Like a hundred thousand, uh, like two hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah. I have like two hundred thousand emails. Yeah. I actually on my phone for sure. I actually shut off the notifications on my email because yeah. mine were like it was like ten thousand. I was like, oh, I can't look at that number every time I open my phone. So I just <laughs> shut it off, and now it looks like I have none. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, it's funny though how these artistic minds like her, you know, she's mm-hmm. she does painting now and she makes yeah, writes yeah. music, and how it just works that way. That like right. you just have a thought in your mind, and you want to get it out, and you need to get it out. Right, yeah. right. And you know, yeah, of course you can be like, oh, it's so good, and remember it later. But there's so much going, you know, on. It's like it's so easy yeah. to forget. Oh, there's definitely times even for me, just like. I'll think of something and be like, oh, I want to tell you, that Greg, that. Right. Or I want to tell whoever this. I'll remember. And then I go to tell you. I'm like, shoot, there was something I had to tell you. And I totally forget. And I'm like, well, this is why he puts everything in notepads. Because yeah. he won't forget it then. For sure. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah. You, need to you know what I do wish I would have, what I would do more that I just don't anymore. I've given it up like probably 10 years ago. Oh, what? Like physically write things down on notes and stuff like that. Like she does. She still likes to write things on well, paper. Have and... you written songs before? Um, you, I do know. So okay, if you know the the mm, would it be the Pooh Bear side of you? But it's kind of yeah. like the every side of you. Yeah. Um, you're big into music, or you are big right. into music. But you right. were like into music, where you would like go and like go to like a studio and like do stuff. With yeah. Bands. So did you write songs? I did. What were they about? Um, my past. Your my, past what? My, my, my past. Your past what, Greg? <laughs> my past experiences in life. Okay, it's a good way to put it. <laughs> and, and do you still have them? Like she has hers. Uh, I probably do. Yeah. I would. I don't know. Yeah. See, yes, I don't know where it is though. If I even have it, I may not. I don't know. To be honest. I like to give them a read. Yeah. <laughs> if I had them, you can read them. I don't. It's. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? It was what <laughs> twenty years ago. Yeah. No, but, uh, I'd like to see what your brain was like when you were, what, 20 years ago? So it probably wasn't any different than it is today. It's yeah, probably pretty accurate. But, you uh, act the same age, probably. <laughs> yeah. But back then, I was, you know, like every punk rock kid, <laughs> you know, was, was in a garage band. Uh-huh. And we would go to the studio and practice and yep. record songs and all that. So yep. I have some lyrics that I've written down over, over my years. And, yeah. Uh, I've heard from a bunch of people that you were good... Um, Scream, screamer. Yeah. Singer, screamer. I was. I was. Uh... Which is funny because you're not, you're, you're definitely a very outgoing person, but you, you never, I, it's so rare to hear you raise your voice. Not in like an angry way, but even in like a, like me, I just have a laugh. I feel like my voice is just, I just talk loud. You? you no, no, never. I've not never heard my you. Yeah. Italian American self. <laughs> But you don't have that loud voice. So it's funny to think of you like screaming. So yeah. you actually have tapes of it. And I want to hear that one day too. I, I haven't. All these years. Yeah. Uh, I have cassette tapes of it. Yeah. Well, that's why I haven't heard it. Because yeah, where do we tapes. have a cassette player? Yeah. You know. So um, uh, so it's funny. It's funny yeah. how, you know, these minds think alike. These mm-hmm. just, uh, and how everybody, no matter what you're doing, you know, whatever. If you're a doctor or you're a lawyer or you're whatever your profession is. Right you want to rem- remember something you throw it in an op or of you course. throw it in a voice memo and yeah it's so convenient these days to always be able to remember your thoughts no matter what it is yeah definitely and uh but like i said i do wish i would still physically write things down mm-hmm. and uh i don't know th- those are good keepsakes too definitely i yeah, actually have yeah. a couple things from written words that I've saved over the years. Oh, yeah. So are you like a poet? Is that what you're saying? No, not for me. Like Edgar. From you. Oh, for me? <laughs> it's silly <laughs> stuff. It's not like, oh, my God, he's being all like ooey gooey. But it was like funny stuff that you wrote. And I would sit there and like hysterical laugh at it. Is it good? Yeah. All right. It. See? I saved it. I would have saved it if it wasn't Don't good. Don't doubt me, bro. Yeah, no. Uh, it was definitely clever stuff. It was like right. talking about like the nonsense things we've done and... It was funny. I don't do nonsense. Oh just, no! Let's just, no. Let's just clear the air now. I don't do nonsense. No, no, you're you're a no nonsense person for <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's get back to what's important in life. Yes. And that's Alara and her new single and yeah. her performance coming up at the end of March. Mm-hmm. So make sure you check that. We're gonna link that to this episode. Yes. So you so, can go uh, and check it out. Yeah, and it's the Abbey Awards, and she got invited to that, and that's a big deal. Yeah. And if you're there from is. the tri-state area, she's legit. Like homegrown hometown hero, yeah, and I root for her hard because it's so awesome for sure. So she has like some new big fans mm-hmm. in us, yeah, definitely. And we're gonna keep in touch with her, and we're gonna continue pushing and promoting everything she has because she's she's one talented girl. Yeah, she is definitely, and uh, she has a good head on her shoulders, and mm-hmm. 
we're, we're excited to see what she brings in the future. Yeah, it's nice to see also talent. You know, there's a lot of pe- there could be a lot of people that have talent, but she has like a good personality too, and she's humble. There's a lot of people who have some talent, and they let it get to their head, and you're just like, eh, it, they're kind of hard to root for. Yes. But she's very right. easy to root for. She's very laid back and chill, and yeah. I love that. I love that personality. And uh, there's one more thing that I'm kind of jealous about when it comes to her. What is that? Um, she got to meet Christina Aguilera. I knew you were going to say that. And I am like... That was your girl back in the day. Um, see, She was top, like, five for me. See, see, it was like, growing up, it was either you were Christina and Backstreet Boys or you were Britney and NSYNC. I was hardcore Britney and NSYNC. You know Britney's my girl forever. Yeah, no, I know, but... But I was Christina and NSYNC. Your guy, though, it's different. So. No, I liked everyone. I liked them all, but I was a Britney girl. So Actually, Justin Timberlake is like way high on my list. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Forever. He actually wasn't my favorite in NSYNC back in the day. He wasn't? No. Okay, JC so was. I'm going to find a new co-host now <laughs> after that. I like him now, obviously. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Christina Aguilera spent some time in Staten Island. She went to Curtis High School. Yes, she for did. A year. Yeah. There was it was like one of those urban legend things that there was a desk in the school that had her name carved in it. I never saw it. I don't know where it is. I feel like if that was there, then people would know where it is. Okay. But that was like a big thing. But like, yeah, she's she's you know she spent her time in Staten Island. Yeah. Um, speaking of like that type of music and mm-hmm. female artists and all that, like pop music. I mean, yeah. Like, who, who did you listen to growing up? Me? Like yeah. growing up like as a kid kid? I mean, yeah. Like 12, 13? Like right. Um, so what? Uh, yeah, so three years ago. Just... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I pretty much still listen to all gotcha. of them now anyway. Um, well, I love my Britney. Okay. Like I said, sync, all the boy bands and, you know, the pops, Spice Girls were like my life. Right. I was literally Sporty Spice pretty much okay. my entire childhood. And, um, but I also liked other stuff. Like as I got a little bit older, it was like I liked Eminem. He was like the cool thing. Limp Bizkit a little bit because he was like the you know the bad boy so right. whatever but you know all that music alright okay. go ahead no 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 finish no I was going to say finish. like then high school it was like Green Day and all then I got into old yeah. rock and stuff so uh, growing up when I was younger because of my brother I would go into the rock right. music and he like read out Chili Peppers and loved right. Foo Fighters that's yep, like yep. number one for him and Green Day and all that stuff mm-hmm. and then as I got older it was like you know, Olympus getting caught. Yeah. Well, no, when I was younger, but when I, you know. Oh, a little bit older than yeah, that. Yeah, a little bit yeah. older than that. You know, that was my brother. When Oh, actually, he brought me to uh, Foo Fighters and Red Hot Chili Pepper concert. Yeah. And then oh, I got into, you know. I'm so jealous. That's such a good yeah. match. And I got into Limp Bizkit and caught and all that. And, right. And then my sister. Yeah, yeah. When I was like eight, nine years old, <laughs> she loved Mariah Carey. Right. So I would, you know, I grew a liking to that because that's what she would always play and, uh. Whitney Houston. Yeah. I listened to that too growing up. It was like in the mix of everything, yeah. you know. And uh, I think you've heard a story before. Yes, I have. A Whitney Houston one? Yeah. Yeah, I have. So uh, when I was young, and I still remember it. It's funny how like when you were young, you kind of remember certain things. You remember things. like random. Yeah. They say that for some reason your mind remembers negative experiences more vivid than positive. Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah. And I've had many negative, negative. experiences growing up, <laughs> And for this is sure. kind of one of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I kind of liked Whitney. I mean, I've always liked Whitney Houston. I have. She's, but oh, my gosh. She's yeah, I do. She's probably, she's, like, my number one yeah. diva. Oh, she's you know. the best. Her voice, nothing compares. Yeah. Nothing. But, you know, I also like Mariah Carey, too. And we actually saw Mariah Carey we did. in concert. Me and your sister, like, I don't That's a whole other story. Okay. Tell your Whitney Houston one, then I'll quickly go all right, through that. All right, all right. But um, so when I was young, I was probably seven years old, and my parents got us tickets to see Whitney Houston in concert, mm-hmm. and it was in New Jersey. I believe it was Prudential Center. Oh, no, Continental Airlines, one of those. Yeah. Or, yeah. Anyway, I was like seven, so I don't know the exact <laughs> right. place. Whatever and it was, was when you were seven, yeah. This was time before internet. There was yes. no Google. There was no, you know, mm-hmm. there was no ways on your phone. There was no, you know, GPS. Yeah. It was like get in and go. Yeah. You know, you have to go to like the Wiz or Radio Shack <laughs> to go and buy the tickets from Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my parents got tickets somehow. I don't know how they did it back then, but mm-hmm. I guess they went to these places. Oh, your dad definitely went at like six in the morning and waited all night. Yeah, for sure. Because he's all into music and so definitely. Yeah, my mom's a big news fan. Right. My sister was. So, you know, so we had tickets to see her and... That night, we drove to the concert. Mm-hmm. It was in New Jersey. We live in Staten Island. 
and we pull up to the concert and we're like i don't know maybe five minutes away mm. and like complete stop traffic crazy like stop like you're in park right right and it's like what's going on like you you, you know we're so close you yeah. can like see you know from you know two miles down it's like yeah, whatever the, there's the building you right. can see like you know in a distance and we're just not moving like what is going on so you know at that time you have to put on the radio for yes. traffic and this and that <laughs> yeah and the only time we ever had to take a seat with Houston and on the radio they're saying Whitney Houston in New Jersey tonight canceled she got really sick and she had to cancel the show so awful right and you know and then at that point you know we're just sitting there and sitting there and sitting there and you know cars have to just reroute and this and that and as we're getting closer you know at that point we know it's canceled but we still have to keep going to right you you know off an exit yeah and as we're getting closer to get off the exit we see signs like whitney houston canceled tonight that's so miserable and yeah we never got to see her that stinks it does because man thinking back now Uh, right like like, how great all right think about this put yourself here you're in a building listening to Whitney Houston oh my God. like think about that I I know like the goosebumps yeah must have gotten listened to her oh my gosh uh-huh I I would be if you I'm jealous you even got tickets to go, and you <laughs> right? even it was canceled yeah. so just to think like going to it that's amazing I know and then we had tickets this past summer uh yeah last to, summer. last summer well to Alicia Keys no not even the summer it was like Oh, yeah. And that got canceled. We had so many. I'll tell you, a million people have said it, and I'll say it again. COVID really ruined everything. Yeah. They ruined so much. Yeah. We had so many great concerts lined up. We had Justin Bieber. Oh, we had, oh, my God. Justin uh, Bieber. Yeah, we had Alicia Keys, which that's my girl, and canceled. And And then I've never seen her. No, I've never seen Alicia Keys. So, never seen Alicia Keys, never seen Whitney Houston, had tickets to both of them. And Alicia Keys. When it comes to like voice and just like the love we have for them, yeah, they're right on the same level. I for love. sure. And then we had Newfound Glory and Simple Plan. Yeah, that got canceled. Which is just it was, and it was all different kind of music. So right. it was like yeah, a good. It, we mix had a nice of, lineup for yeah. the summer, and it just got ruined. Yeah, I mean, but uh, you know, at the time when I was six, seven years old, I didn't really realize the you know impact that Whitney Houston right you know had yeah. on the yeah. world. Except I knew I liked her music yeah. my sister. And now right. it's like, thinking back, man, I wish I could. Whitney Houston, I wish I could have seen Michael Jackson. I was going to say. Wish, you know, Alicia Keys now. And then I think what you're going to say, last summer we had tickets to see Linkin Park. Yes, but you've seen them before. I've seen I them. I never did see. Okay, so Linkin Park was actually the, uh, let me think about it. Yeah, was the first rock band that I like dove real deep into. And it was like one of those where I really understood how music helps you through things mm. lincoln park was the first like yeah i feel this i get it like I'm, I'm in this right now so i always wanted to see them and we finally bought tickets and then you know unfortunately two weeks yeah. before you know right Chester and, all and, that, and that so. was the last official concert that they you know that was the first concert since his passing that was supposed to happen yeah yeah that's like 10 days after yeah. it right. was it was horrible you know obviously it's like oh i wanted to see them but Forget about that. It was exactly. just horrible, but, you know. All right, so real quick, tell yeah. you Mariah Carey's story. Yeah, so we went to see... Okay, so Greg's sister, Jen, the one of the biggest Mariah Carey fans you will ever meet. She just loves her. So Mariah Carey, during the um, holiday season, has a holiday show at... Radio City. Radio City. So we were like, let's go. We got to go. So we went. And afterwards, Mariah Carey... Or was it? Yes. Actually, after- I'm sorry. I think this is at Beacon Theater. Yeah, because Radio City yeah, is the Rockettes. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, so I was like, that's Speaking weird. Theater. Sorry about so that. So afterwards, we were like, let's wait, because a lot of the time with these shows, Broadway, all this kind of stuff, if you wait afterwards, they'll come out, and you can kind of either catch a glimpse or they'll sign. We pretty much knew that Mariah Carey wasn't going to sign, because, you know, she's a diva, kind. So uh, she comes out, though. Everyone's like, Mariah, 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 going crazy. I'm like, Jen. Come on, let's go. Her car's right there. Let's go where she's going to get in the car. And it wasn't her car. It was all her yeah the driver was the, in the car yeah. you know it was a truck it was a black like escalade truck yeah. or something so everyone's like trying to get to her and you know security's holding them back me and jen walked around so pretty much into the street to the passenger side of the car and then mariah came from the back so we were we went to the from the <laughs> front mariah comes from the back of the car gets into the door and we were maybe maybe maybe, maybe. Mm. <laughs> we were maybe i don't know 
10 feet from her. Wow. And we Crazy. were like, Mariah, Mariah. And we were like waving her and stuff. And she waved back. Like she looked at us and kind of waved back. And just that, I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I like got your sister. Right. Like for me, it was cool. But like I was kind of doing it for Jen because I'm like, of course, I know yeah. how I would feel if that was like Britney Spears. Yeah. So I was like, we got to get her. And for sure. I mean, it was as close as we were going to get. And I felt like security was like, how'd you get here? You <laughs> didn't do our job well. So how yeah. are you here? But, but you did was, see Britney Spears in concert. I did. Yeah, I, I brought you the, to that. Yes. I, in Vegas when we were yep. there. Uh, so good. And we had tickets in the right possible last row in the place. But, but I stood in the yeah. aisle. I stood, right. I would get up and stand by like the steps. Mm-hmm. They pretty back there. They pretty much let me do it. Yeah. But at one point, I like walked down. Mm-hmm. And I was just acting like, oh, where's my seat? Right. And I was pretty close. Yeah. And then I came back up. But uh, Quick, you know how you were saying how like you tell people the story about Mariah Carey? Yeah. And you're like, oh. Do you think Mariah Carey tells that same story that <laughs> she was as close oh, yeah. to you and Jen She's is? Like, oh my god! So yeah, I wonder if uh, if she would tell that story like you do, except she was that close to you guys. Oh yes, I'm sure. Maybe you never know. Never you know. Like never I don't know. know how those two girls got to my car. <laughs> <laughs> That's New York. <laughs> there you, yeah, New York City. How but about that? That was fun. Yeah. Um, and speaking of New York City, mm-hmm. Alara would perform these open mics. Yeah. So I give her credit. Yeah, and as. I got to say, when I was 20 years old, going to Manhattan, it, it could be intimidating. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, you Are know, you uh, a guy. Right, right. So I can only imagine for, you know. Oh, I, at her, like 20 years old, anyway, even from like 18 to, even now, going mm-hmm. and getting in front of people and singing, or even, I'm not a good singer. So me singing, it would make sense why I'd be like scared. But even if, even if I was good, that's scary. Yeah. And people are brutal uh right i'm sure right. you know just mm-hmm. you could be the greatest thing in the world and there's just someone out there that just wants to hate on you mm-hmm. so that's it's intimidating I give hey, her a she lot said of that credit. was the best time of her life that's so awesome so good for her good yeah because i'm yeah. sure there's people who are like oh it was, it was rough right. so i love that she had a good experience with it because exactly i'm sure that built up her confidence so and good for uh, her. i am super excited to see where you know the future is going to bring for her yeah yeah and uh when she does make it remember crazy greg Alex, anything goes podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your first podcast that first you've been on. <laughs> podcast interview ever. Yes. How awesome is that? So awesome. So uh, we we surely won't forget it. So I hope you won't. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you're always welcome back on the show anytime. Definitely. So uh, yeah, that's that. To check out her new single, and check out the Ebby Awards. Yeah, She'll and check out her on. social media for sure. Give her a follow and uh, tell her how awesome her her singing is. Yeah. Yeah. And hit her up on that uh, on that YouTube because you could find her. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else before um, we let these people go? No. All right. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you, um, and thank you. And you. Don't forget about that one. That that one there. That one right there. Oh, hey, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> Thanks for coming. So corny. I can't even. I, people have to listen to this and be like, they just like roll their eyes like, oh my God. Well, that's all right. I'm used to it with you. Oh, yeah. I'm a, yeah, yeah. For sure. I definitely um, give you. No, but real. For real. Thank you for listening. Yes, we thank truly, you so truly, much. truly appreciate it. Hey, and guess what? We're coming up on our one year uh, anniversary of the Anything Goes podcast so with crazy. Greg and Alex. Why do people listen to us for that long? <laughs> <laughs> so we have something special planned for the one year anniversary. Yeah, no, I mean... I mean, it's it's nothing, you know... It's just like, oh, okay, cool little episode. Yeah, uh, all right, it's something a little different. It is, How yes. about that? It's something a little different planned We're for the one the year. Script. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been talking for a bit about mm-hmm. what we should do. Yeah. And we figured we'd do something a little different. And actually, that's the perfect way to explain it, flipping yeah. the script. Mm-hmm. So, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that's something to look forward to. But until then, check out Lara, check out all her songs, her new single, the Ebby Awards, and yes. everything she has going on. She's now a friend of the podcast, and we're we're fans. Yes. So you got us (laughs) for life. (laughs) All right. We're going to let you all go. Go on at YouTube. Hit her up. Mm -hmm. Search her. Go enjoy. Yeah, and this is the time of the year, springtime, when you go in your car, put down the windows. Yes. And crank that music. Oh, it's the greatest time of the year. The weather gets nice. You get in the car. You roll down the windows. The sun's hitting. You, it's nice and warm. You just blast some good music. Boom. Yeah. Do it. So uh, when you're driving around, get on at YouTube and Alara, all you care to see. 
Do it. Pump it. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing it. Yep, for <laughs> sure. All right. So until next time, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back with a new episode next week. Yeah. But until then, be good, be crazy, and we'll see you real soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Anything Goes podcast with Greg and Alex. See you real soon. Suckers.